Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, classic little Monday show. Uh, we've got Jacob Landsmere's coming on for the old sports report because uh, cricket's back and you're fired up. It was the coldest cricket match I've ever been to. Like as in, like, they hit a six and they were like, that one's for your mum. Or was it <laughs> like coldest, like as in weather? Weather, coldest. Like, it's early October. It was overcast, windy. England felt right at home and they won. We got a, uh, don't we get a little bit of a swirl in the Optus Stadium, similar to the MCG? Yeah, you get a swirly breeze. Yeah, like a neutral bullet. I was wearing a scarf. It was like I was dressed for footy, but watching cricket. Okay. Well, that doesn't matter the weather. You can always dress like a dork. <laughs> it was an Australian cricket scarf. That's not really That a was thing. the weird thing about it. Yeah, that's but like it, maybe it's, soccer. It has like cricket stumps on it. Really? Yeah, it was very bizarre. Mm, that's very bizarre. Uh, we'll find out more about that. Uh, of course, some celebrities heading to court uh, and changing of the national anthem. Did you say you heard? Mm, I get you to heard... hear the, the, the updated version, which is actually the old, old dated? Backdated. Backdated, yeah. And, uh, downdated. Of, uh, downdated. And of course, we're going to hear from Chet Thanks, who tried to inspire uh, the Aussies in Motivational Mondays, but we'll kick it off uh, making fun of the headlines with Ben Harvey. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Harvey. Michael Ross. Give me those headlines. Actor Chris Pratt has copped backlash. His accent as Mario in the new Super Mario Bros. Oh, movie. Mia. Yep, people think it's Sicily. <laughs> but no, he is actually, um, it's not good, is it? It's like he's going for, I think he's going for New Yorker, but because Chris Pratt is like a real Midwest kind of guy, yeah. it's like, hey man, I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> pew pew, got my guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not great. You should check it out. Uh, Channel 7 weatherman Sam Mack has responded to a viral video that showed him telling the weather while having a poodle jumping through a hoop. Some calling it wasting his career. Uh, but I think he's just milking the cash cow. Ah! Nah, it is actually, once again, you should see that video. A lot of our show is, is going, hey, go somewhere else. But you see like the ABC uh, weather woman doing this like real like professional as as you could be yeah. with the weather and then they actually pan over and like two meters on the other side is Sam Mack doing the weather and he's got all <laughs> those people and like a poodle's jumping through a hoop. It's it's amazing. I also don't know why the two channels are so close together. Yeah, I thought they normally like when you switch the, the channels, they are right next <laughs> they are right next to each other. Uh, and finally, the greatest joke I've ever told. <laughs> You've prefaced it now. <laughs> I know. So hang on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have to do this in silence here because if it's good enough, it can carry itself. What? What? It, what it you can. Got? It bloody can. Mm. North Korea has launched two ballistic missiles, uh, but they're adamant it was an accident. I tell you what, it's stuff like that that could ruin someone's career. Because <laughs> <laughs> South Korea and Korea like a job. <laughs> You just shouldn't have, you shouldn't, like, you've under-delivered on your big clap. I'm like, it's a good, it's good, it's good, but you made a big, you made a big, bold claim. It's pretty good. It was like North Korean propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. what you sold me. Uh, Kim Jong under-delivered. <laughs> Many of you are wondering right now. That was you. The answer is me. You let him out. I, I let him out. 
after a week. Uh, you got a dog last week. You got were a dog stoked. on Monday. I believe his name was Petey. You even Petey. gave him a. You've named him. You even named him. Or was he no, that was named? his name. Oh. Uh, Peter Barker, I believe it was. Yeah, that was his secret name. Oh, and uh, and he, weirdly, had like a week to climatize, like see if it worked out for both of you. We had two weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> if, if we if we wanted, we could have two weeks. Nice, a two week return policy. Uh, and it was you didn't. Where'd you get him from? Because my mum asked that. Uh, from Safe WA. Oh, so like a, a plug. not an RSPCA, but like a. No, that's they're, oh. they're much like the RSPCA. So, saving animals from euthanasia, WA is what safe WA I'm is. I'm really glad you said that. Now, continue to tell everyone what happened. Uh, spent a week with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was too big for our house. Was the main concern mm. that he's like. I don't know. He was too big of a dog. Are you and your wife not taller than him? We are, but there's only two of us. And like now, imagine adding in like when he was on his back legs, he would have been the height of like a teenager. Uh, he was a big boy, and uh, we're like, oh, he's, he's too big. Okay. Uh, he loves to run. We don't have a very big backyard. No, because neither of you guys run. Uh, <laughs> yes, because that's why we have backyards, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just see my dad do it. No, do I'm just it, saying, like, he, he likes yard. to run. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna go for a run with him in the park. You're not gonna go for a run outside. How with do him. you? You're not a runner. I did run with him. Did you? Uh, we walked him. And this was the other thing. We walked him uh, twice a day. Uh, for an hour in the morning, an hour at night, uh, did not put a dent in his energy. He was like, this is nothing. Probably because you walked 20 metres and you were like, Petey, I'm done. <laughs> you're like, this took me an hour, man. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, he was just like, yep. I was like, oh, he's, he seems pretty stressed out. I, you know, he was pacing around the house. I found him standing like a statue, staring at the floor. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. You should probably find a house that you enjoy, mate. Because you said even if you put him outside, he went ballistic. Yeah, hated did it. not did not enjoy. Yeah, I was like, try try some outside, try some fun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I hate this. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be near people all the time. Yep. Uh, and we're like, ah, oh, we're gonna go back to work soon because school holidays are ending. Yep. And uh, it was it just wasn't gonna work. Yeah, because your wife works in childcare, so yeah. she would have to, you know, she was at least at home this time. Yeah. And still couldn't give him. Enough. And so it was like, okay, this just isn't gonna work. What's the point of dragging it out another week? Why? What's the point of the full two weeks? Okay. And so we took him back to his foster family. Yes. Now. So what are you concerned about? If I can go back to what does this organization do? So safe, saving animals from euthanasia. They already did, <laughs> they already did that, though. Okay. If they, if they put him down, terrible foster carers. I was just saying. So you... Like, I didn't get him from the pound. He was at a house so with, you, like, a imagine, family. This is just a funny... I just find this funny because it's like, you only watch those movies like, I don't know, like Stuart Little or, like, the ones where they, like, adopt a kid. Yeah. You never see the bit where they give them back. No. Well, if, you know, if Petey talked like Michael J. Fox... I bloody would have kept it. Michael <laughs> Ross, believe it or not, there are some public people in the public that I don't want to run into. Uh, I was at the grocery store, uh, mm-hmm. and in many of our towns, you know, there might only be like one or two, and you might have some people that you don't want to see. But unfortunately, same place, same time. Uh, and as I was uh, into the grocery store, they were kind of like up ahead. Because you know how people kind of, you go through the aisles, kind of, or whoever you are, you kind of have like a routine of how you go through yeah, uh, the grocery store. And this person was like, uh, they were ahead of me. So I could see them. They couldn't see me. But they were kind of like wandering back and forth. And I was like, oh, no. They can like, they can see. They'll eventually be able to see me. And I don't know how to get out of this like, awkward situation. So 
what will happen if they see you? Oh no, it'd be, it'd be super awkward. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, they not want to see them as in they like chew your ear off, like you're gonna get stuck there talking. Nah, we'll say like ex bedroom co-host. You know what I mean? Like, okay. like a bit of that where it's like it's super awkward. You, you know, there's that's nothing... not going to happen in the shop. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no danger of that. So no, I... but it's like it's like they now have like a new co-host. And yeah, like, it was one of these things where, like, yeah, it's just like real messy, and you're like, I don't want to like have to. They're gonna go ram you that. with their trolley. Yeah, I just don't want to have to go through that awkwardness. But I was like, sort of like, oh no, I need to get. Because I thought about going back out to my car and just sitting there for 15 minutes before I came back in. Yeah. But then I was like, no, that's silly. It is. You're a, gro- yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a grown man. Just just go about your business. But then I was like, oh, no, this is super awkward. So I was like trying to – I was trying to almost like look into aisles because if they <laughs> see me there – like I can just do that. I'm on my phone, mum. And yeah. if they see me, they'll avoid me. You know what I mean? Like it, like, but if you lock eyes, it's that it's that awkward have to thing. Have a scrap, kind of. It's, it's that <laughs> awkward thing of like if you kind of come around the corner and they come around the corner and you're staring at each other. Right. It is it's now officially super awkward. Where at least we can both sort of claim we didn't see each other, so it's not you know. And I've gone through like multiple different aisles, kind of like not even what I'm looking for anymore. Like I'm like, oh, a chickpeas. Like <laughs> to like just pretend I was like busy. And I did this for I reckon like ten minutes, and it's totally thrown out the whack of my shopping. Like I kind of haven't even got to the stage of of the things I want to get yet. All right, and I, but I finally think, okay, cool. They're at the register. Like they've they've walked that way. Good. Now, yeah. funny thing is, is when I knew them, they had a certain hair color, right? Now, then I found out that they kind of dyed their hair. But this this time, it looks like they've gone back to their original hair color. Okay. So I just, the reason why I say this <laughs> yes. is because when I see them go to the counter, I'm like, cool, done. I can now go about my business. And now I know this is hard to believe, but as I turned around, boom, that was the person I was avoiding. So, so you're telling me that you did an entire shop yep. stalking the wrong person. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know what else is really weird at the moment? The fact that we have a king. Yeah. Like we've lost the queen, Queen Elizabeth II. She reigned for like 80 years. It was an incredible tenure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think many of us would have no memory of England's national anthem before the Queen, which, of course, is back. It is God Save the King. It's weird. I happened to be at the Australia-England uh, T20, oh, yeah. and my dad and I were kind of, like, thrown for a second. We were like, hang on, what's... Oh, that's right, yeah, oh. it's God Save the King now. And uh, I was looking a little bit more into it. It's the, it's the version that has been sung more. I was going to say, th- it would have happened before, right? Yeah. So it would have happened for Queen Elizabeth II's father, who was, I think, uh, Edward VI, uh, and, uh, and her grandfather, as well as her uncle, who had like a little stint. Not sure if anyone sung it for him. But I wanted to look more at the lyrics, because I don't know, it, it feels like it's a little bit lacking when it's God Save the King. It, it seems to suit... A queen better because it's it says, uh, "Send him victorious, happy and glorious." Uh, and it's like I don't know why. I imagine a, a queen; she's glorious. Yeah, you know, a king. 
it doesn't really suit. The next verse, you know how Australia has a second verse we rarely sing? Yeah. England have one as well. And it goes like this. Uh, Scatter his enemies and make them fall. Confound their politics. Frustrate their knavish tricks. On thee our hopes we fix. God save us all. Wow. <laughs> it's like, it's and that's why, that's why it's God save the king, because when the king's in charge, it's time to bloody confound their <laughs> politics. Uh, Mitchell Tinley is often a bit of a cheap trick. Mate, you've put something in the show. Mm-hmm. That last week you said, put this down. And yep. it says, Mitchell has started washing something. Yeah. That's in our like rundown for this. What did I say when I said put it in there? You said that this morning you would have to try and remember mm. What it is. Now, what did I do at 6.40 when it was supposed to be on? I said... It's true. You pushed it back. Because I said, I don't remember. You do? I do remember now. I do remember. Okay. Are you ready? I am. So, Mitch has started washing something. Started washing my feet in the shower. What do you mean? Like, soaping my feet up. See, now this is a thing. I have to figure out. (laughs) I have to think about, is, is this what you wanted to talk about? Oh, I'm yeah, currently that... leaning towards no. Oh, really? This is not what you originally intended. Tell me more, and we will see. I'm pretty certain, because I'm pretty certain we were sitting at our desks, yeah. and someone was talking about showering. Well, maybe I was watching a video, and there was something to do with, like... <laughs> about feet. Yeah, perhaps. Um, and, like, people wash certain things. Like, you know, you got the big three. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. <laughs> you know, the big three. The old underarmies, the... Uh, under other stuff, and then you know, d- would you go like your... face? You work down face, underarms, no, under I carriage. Norm- I don't even normally wash the, the the face necessarily. It's like if I if I'm like sudding something up, I'm like underarms, yeah, and then there's like two parts of the undercarriage, right? Yeah, like to, like to take care of. Uh, but I noticed the other day that like, and because like when you like, I do like a lot of like training where it involves like. Ah, wrestling sweaty men. So like all of me can get like dirty. But then yes. I thought about it the other day. I don't actually wash my feet. I was like, gonna say, don't you do like jujitsu mm. barefoot? Yeah, like it's like so that's in, pretty gross. So I'm in the no, <laughs> it's like so I'm in the shower and then I'm like in the water. And then yeah. when you think about it, it like all the like the sort of like it, it just it just goes down. But how problem. many times like it's not like medieval times. How many times have you scrubbed every inch of your body? You <laughs> know a, what I mean? With a big like brush on yeah. a stick. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no one actually does that. So I just thought it was interesting that like I've started like washing my feet like properly, like properly like scouring them. And um the more I think about it, the more I realise I don't think it was that. No. I think this is <laughs> I don't think this is what you wanted to talk about. Thanks for. I thought it really. I really did. Entertaining. Us, I really thought. But I I'm did. not sure on this one either. Do you, so, scrub, do you scrub your feet while we're here? Only if they're dirty. You know. Well, so how are they ever dirt? Like, are we talking visual dirt? Kind of, yeah. So if you've been outside oh, barefoot, yeah. and you have a look at your feet, and you go, oh, "My feet are dirty." Sometimes I've just washed my feet, so I like like a king. Like yeah, like you turn the bath on and yeah. stand in the bath and just wash your feet. Really. Yeah, I've done that before, because it's like, but I already had a shower, and now my feet are dirty because I went outside. That's weird. Don't want to get in bed with dirty feet. But yeah, I guess we'll find out. What has Mitch started washing?
I am Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now, as he loves to, every Monday for a sports wrap, it's the one and only Jacob Landsmere, our favourite sports reporter. Nice to join you, gents. A little bit of uh, a variety of sports to talk about at the moment. Footy's finished, but we've got a heap of sports to talk about elsewhere. What have we got? Oh, well, we had the T20 International last night in Perth. Um, do you guys head along? I did. <laughs> I did, and I had to drive back very late at night. <laughs> It was um, it was an interesting spectacle. Lots lots of runs. Probably not the greatest display of bowling you're ever going to see. But 400 runs in a T20 is probably what the fans came to see. And unfortunately, those pesky poms got over the top of us. Not not Australia's strongest team. It must be said they left their first choice bowling attack at home. But yeah, good game of T20 international cricket. We're gearing up for the World Cup, so they're basically practice matches. Not a lot on the line in terms of wins and losses, but. Yeah, the the batters had a day out last night, and there were twenty two thousand in the house to watch it. I, look, I don't want to knock them, but it, it also looks like we left our second bowling attack at home as well. It was a it was a real mixed bag. It was some up and comers, and uh, I felt like England definitely took a better attack with Wood and uh, Topley was pretty good as well. Wokes like they're they're bigger names than Kane Richardson and uh, Swepson. Yeah, well, what I took out of last night is we're not going to see too many of those guys in the in the World Cup, I wouldn't have thought, uh, unless there's some injuries. I think Cameron Green, the experiment at the top of the order, is probably over. Marcus Stoinis had a good game last night with the bat, blasted a few. So I think Australia now know what their best T20 team is and um, their challenge is to defend their World Cup title. Do you think we will uh, defend it and do you think it will be difficult if if you do? Oh, I think I think for Australia, if you can't win in your own conditions, you, you, you haven't got a better chance. I think two years ago, you thought Australia haven't won a T20 World Cup. Their best chance is in Australia. They won in the UAE, which is conditions that are pretty foreign to them. So that was very impressive last year. And I think they've got a good squad. I think they've got a good balance between power hitting and accumulators and their bowling attacks very good. So I think Australia are the favourites for the World Cup and they'll be pretty hard to beat. Were you watching a bit of Bathurst this weekend? I caught a little. I can't sit there for 161 laps. Uh, you catch the start, you catch the end, and you just keep across it in the middle. But, uh, yes, it's an interesting interesting motorsport event, isn't it? It goes for a, a long time. It keeps people's attention at least for a little while. But, uh, yeah, interesting race. Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tand are the winners after some some early drama. There was a, a plenty of crashes and safety car out early. Um, but, yes, in the end, familiar winner. Do you, uh, do you keep your eye across basketball at all? Of course, when the Wildcats are playing. And to, to charge back like they did against Illawarra on Saturday, they were behind for most of the game and they found a way like good teams do. Still a bit of work to do, I think, offensively. I think they're too reliant on Bryce Cotton still. Defensively, they're always going to be pretty good. Uh, and Illawarra are a good team. So that's a good win. They back up tonight against Cairns and Deshaun Thomas is out and so is Corey Webster. So they're not at full strength. But um, we'll see how they go. Two from two, and yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs again this year. Last year was an aberration. They'll be back to their best this year. Jeez, mate, you are across everything. Is there any particular sport that you don't like? Oh, I think we've had this conversation. If you ask me about lawn bowls, <laughs> um, you know, ping pong, uh, badminton, and maybe not across those, but um, this, this is the game that we're in. This, this, it's my job to, to talk about this kind of stuff. Is, so, uh, is there a sport you wish was more popular to the public? Oh. Oh, that's an interesting question. You put me on the spot there. No, I'm pretty happy with the sport that we've got, although hot dog eating contests raise an eyebrow or two. So <laughs> there you go, mate. We'll let you cover that next week. <laughs> oh, well, I'll do some research. I'll come back to you Monday. Jacob Landsbeer, thanks so much, mate. Thanks as always, gents. Enjoy a week. Week on oh, the show, Mitch. Worst day of my life. Uh, you had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction in the office. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I spilt coffee on my pants and right where like a pee mark would be. So obviously quite far down my leg. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> and it was brown. So yeah, make yeah. of that what you will. Yep. But uh, look, we needed to know what to do with said stain. Yeah, it was like, a, yes, I can wash it, maybe bleach it or whatever. But we were unsure of like what to do at the time. Like, did you get... Did you get to it? Did you get on top of it? Is the stain gone now? Because you were wearing very light-coloured pants. I'll be honest, mate. Those pants are still on my bathroom floor. They so still have the they stain. They haven't been washed yet. Okay. Well, we got a we got a text from Mason in, I want to say, Wanamal. It's in, the, it's in the central wheat belt. If you've got them, we want them all. We want them all. Uh, he said, morning, lads. Uh, not so much a solution to get the coffee out, mm-hmm. but I presume it's an issue of the stain standing out. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Ah, I like where he's going. So, my two cents, duck to the bathroom, stain the rest of them. Quick rinse, hang them under the hand dryer, problem solved. Cheers, Mace from Wanamal. So, stain all the... Pa- stain all your pants. All, so wait, stain, stain all my pants or like like literally like as if it's, so it doesn't look like a pee mark, kind yeah. of just make it look like a legitimate spill. Yeah, like I have, I have beyond. actually, like yeah. Maso's got a good good uh, good idea here because do you ever sometimes get a little, like you're washing your hands at the sink and you get like a little dot, you know, like a little bit of water's gone there and oh, it's like, yeah. and it looks like pee. So what I end up doing is I end up getting a handful and just sort of spritzing my whole pants. So yeah. everyone is fully aware that it's from the sink. Yeah, put a where, little on the back where, and you're like, where, anything Yeah, happened. where if there's like this one little drop. On your shirt, and you're like, ah, oh, what a, the, the sink bloody got me. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. jump in the bath and I come out and it's raining your face outside. Yeah. and be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> one of the biggest celebrities in the world, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, has uh, recently been in Australia, and uh, I think he signed up with like a gambling agency as well that probably paid him billions of dollars uh, to run ads. It's called Points Bet. Um, other gambling establishments are available and gamble responsibly, or not at all. That's the most responsible. <laughs> and look, he's made this ad that has garnered an official complaint uh, from from people that are that are not happy with how he has portrayed Australians. Now, I need you to know that you're going to hear the ad, and then we do not condone gambling okay. at all. <laughs> how about this Philly in the fifth, fellas? Put a fifty on it. You know, I give you a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a yes or no? No, yeah. Grazing the way, hey. Having a shot, you know. Good soil, change place. You know. Humping yards. Good size. Where are you going? How you been? You Aussie sure are built different. Just like the points better. It's faster, easier. These horse racing offers are ridiculous. Thoughts? You know what they call me, mate? Oh, what is that? Shakadel Dundee. <laughs> I love it. Nice. <laughs> okay, but the, the first part is what brings the complaint. Yeah, we got official complaints here saying that. I'm not Australian, and I find that offensive. I tell you what, if you find that offensive, you're not an Australian, are you? No, because it's like that's so classic. That's so classic Aussie. We laugh at ourselves. Yeah. That's like the most Aussie thing to do. Mm. Also, if you're offended by that, like, are you that Aussie? Yeah, and also, like, if he's gonna take a shot at us, that's a free throw because I think that one misses. America, Mitch, is known as the land of, like, frivolous lawsuits. They will sue over anything and everything. Yes. But maybe this time around someone's got a point, because uh, a man 
by the name of Philip White, (laughs) Phil, has sued the hot sauce company Texas Pete because they are not from Texas. What do you mean? So he said that it is a misleading product to call your hot sauce Texas Pete when you're from North Carolina. It made me think about all the things that are not actually where they are, like where they say they are from. Let's kick it off with the classic, the French fry. If you're serving French fries, yeah. of course they're not from France if you're making them here in Australia. Yeah. But guess what? The idea isn't even French. What do you mean? Where in the world were French fries invented? Pick a country. I'm going to say Ireland because of the potato. It's not a bad, it's not no, a bad it's, guess. It's and you're not. in the right sort of area. It is Europe. It is France's neighbour, Belgium. So, really? uh, incorrect. Yeah, Belgium invented the French fries. Uh, Why is it called a French fry? Because it was using like a French cooking style. And so they were going like, oh, this is how, like we've done this like in the French style. Uh, but, the, but the French never made it at all. They hadn't made fried strips of potato. That was not a thing they did. Oh, okay. Like how Jim Jeffries is like, I'm an Australian comedian. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> No, he does Australian style yeah. comedy. <laughs> uh, next up, the English muffin. Oof. It's in the name. You go and buy a packet. English muffins. English muffins. This egg, Eggs Benny served on English muffin. It's not from England. Where's it from? I'm going to go out and live here and say Germany. Correct. Hey! <laughs> uh, mu- muffin from the German word muffin. Muffin. <laughs> with, a, with a little E. We're, we're muffin uh, to the next country. Yeah. Germans were the first to sort of do it. And then I uh, would have also accepted America. It's not like England to take things that aren't theirs. <laughs> you know <laughs> Also not like Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you <crushing> <laughs> Finally uh, Hawaiian pizzas Oh that can't be from Hawaii It's not from Hawaii Because um, guess what Not even pineapples are from Hawaii Really? Yep okay. <laughs> right. So um, where is Hawaiian pizza from? Ooh, where are pineapples? Uh, the West Indies like, Incorrect But Bahamas. Uh, yeah, not, not quite. Go further north. Go somewhere completely non-tropical. Russia. <laughs> Just across the other side of the water. It's Canada. Really? Canada invented the Hawaiian pizza. In fact, a Greek pizzeria owner in Canada invented the Hawaiian pizza. And he was put to death. <laughs> Feeling a little flat after the weekend? <sighs> Dreading the work week ahead? <laughs> Well then, it's time to get energised. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Tony Robbins' Motivation Station, the one, the only, Chet Thanks. Boys, 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 thanks so much for having me. Uh, Mitch, have you been watching uh, the cricket? Are you fired up for a big cricket season? Oh, I didn't even know it was on, Chet. <laughs> well, uh, last week it was a bit of a fizzer on the Gold Coast. Uh, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a good match. There was over, there was like 3,000 people. That's it. Yeah, three thousand people went to watch Australia and the West Indies, yep. and I said, "Boys, it's not good enough." And I tried to get them fired up, and I said, "Yes, catches win matches, boys." Yeah, but wickets sell tickets. Yeah, like that. <laughs> no, you do, mate. I will decide. I know it's good. It's, <laughs> I know it's good. I will decide. Whether it's I good am or the not. motivator. Thank you very much, Mitch. Uh, last night at uh, Optus Stadium, uh, cracking game. Cracking game, but uh, Australia not too great in the second innings. Yep. Started uh, having a little mini collapse there. Finch not doing too well. Uh, Tim David out for a duck. 
and that sort of spelled the end. And I, and as they were coming off the field, I was like, boys, it's called an innings, not an outings. No. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How bloody dare you? You can, use that, you can use that one around the clubhouse as much as you like to get the boys wired up. It's an innings. You stay in. Yeah, don't get out. Ah, but you know it's hard. It's hard to communicate with these Aussie cricketers, you know, because I've I've mentored them before, Mitch. Yeah, and things didn't go quite to pl- plan. You know, I was telling them I was like, "You want to go beyond the boundary? You want to go over the yeah. boundary?" Yep. And then Steve Smith, Dave Warner, Tim Payne all took that a little too <laughs> too perfectly. <laughs> took that a bit too literally, didn't that? In an ironic sense, they took a bit. <laughs> Always push the boundary. Not that way, Steve. Not that way. With the ball. Uh, Ste- oh. Like always, yeah. Always push, push the, the boundaries. boundaries. On the field. Not, not off not the field. Off. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.